Today we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Welcome to Bill Myers Inspires. My idea for this show was to invite guests and get the conversation started, to take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. And we encourage our listeners to look within themselves to take decisive action to make a positive difference. Welcome to Bill Myers Inspires. I am your host, Bill Myers. And last week, we began a uh, an exploration. I began an exploration and took you along on the journey uh, to explore the word silence. The program was called About Silence. And what I was doing was uncovering all of the wide and, and very many definitions of the word silence. Um, when silence is a good thing and when silence is a bad thing, when silence is helpful, when silence is hurtful. Um, it is a very complex word to be so simple and so incredibly complex. So today I decided that I would continue that exploration of silence, uh, and, but do it a little bit differently because as we had explored many of the definitions from a uh, psychological standpoint, um, from a uh, meditation standpoint, we explored many of those things last week. And this week, uh, I wanted to take a look at what others um, uh, say about the word silence. I was looking for quotes in particular from a wide variety of persons, uh, whether they be writers or, or filmmakers or philosophers. And I just wanted to find out about, number one, who they are, and in hopes that that might provide a context and a perspective by which then when we hear the quote and the, and the uh, take on silence, we may be a bit more informed by knowing who they are and where they came from and what their area of expertise is. But before I begin that, I do want to mention that last Friday, as we did the exploration about silence part one, I did notice uh, on Saturday, I was sort of perusing Facebook, and I noticed more than ever an abundance of posts that were talking about how drained and how exhausted and how beat up and how empty people were feeling. And so I knew that I was on to something uh, in talking about silence and would certainly encourage each and every one of you, if you know someone who is feeling um, silent at this time or feeling beat up or whatever, I would kindly ask for you to please refer them and or send them a link to the show because I truly believe that there is something in it for them. Uh, that is the reason that I do this in hopes that it will meet you where you are and uh, bring to you perhaps an answer or at least a perspective that may create 
the necessary shift and to let you know that I walk with you. So I would like to start by just examining a few of these quotes. So I start with a gentleman named Elbert Green Hubbard. He was an American writer and publisher, artist, and philosopher. Listen to what he says about silence. He who does not understand your silence will probably not understand your words. He who does not understand your silence will probably not understand your words. Next, I'd like to move on to Claude Debussy. He was a French composer. He is sometimes seen as the first Impressionist composer, although he vigorously rejected the term. He was among the most influential composers of the late 19th and early 20th centuries. Now, here is a French composer, a very famous French composer, and this is what he has to say about silence. Music is the silence between the notes. Music is the silence between the notes. Hmm. As I was looking at these various quotes, they really did uh, cause me to reflect and to try to absorb the depth of what these individuals were trying to express and what they were saying. So I want to move to a gentleman named Kim Ki-duk. He is a South Korean filmmaker noted for his idiosyncratic art house cinematic films. His films received many distinctions in the festival circuit, making him one of the most important contemporary Asian film directors. Let's listen to what he has to say about silence. I don't think that the spoken words solve everything, solve everything. Sometimes silence delivers truer feelings, while the words can distort the meaning in some situations. I don't think that the spoken words solve everything. Sometimes silence delivers truer feelings, while the words can distort the meaning in some situations. The Chinese philosopher Confucius, he was a philosopher, a politician of the spring and autumn period. The philosophy of Confucius, also known as Confucianism, emphasized personal and governmental morality, correctness of social relationships, justice, kindness, and sincerity. Confucius says about silence, silence is a true friend who never betrays. Silence is a true friend who never betrays. Henry David Thoreau, one of my favorites, he was an American essayist, poet, and philosopher. A leading transcendentalist, he is best known for his book Walden a reflection upon simple living in natural surroundings, and his essay, Civil Disobedience, an argument for disobedience to an unjust state. This is what 
Henry David Thoreau says about silence. In human intercourse, the tragedy begins, not when there is misunderstanding about words, but when silence is not understood. In human intercourse, the, stra- the tragedy begins, not when there is misunderstanding about words, but when silence is not understood. Henry David Thoreau. Moving on, I move to Helen Adams Keller, who we know affectionately as Helen Keller. She was an American author, political activist, and lecturer. She was the first deaf, blind person to earn a Bachelor of Arts degree. And listen to what she says about silence. Everything has its wonders, even darkness and silence. And I learn, whatever state I may be in, therein to be content. Everything has its wonders, even darkness and silence, and I learn whatever state I may be in, therein to be content. Helen Keller was quite profound um, and an amazing uh, American figure. And uh, So I would like to move on to Mother Mary Teresa. Honored in the Catholic Church as St. Teresa of Calcutta, was an Albanian Indian, Roman Catholic nun, and missionary. On the topic of silence, she says, We need to find God, and he cannot be found in noise and restlessness. God is the friend of silence. See how nature, trees, flowers, grass grows in silence? See the stars, the moon, and the sun, how they move in silence? We need silence to be able to touch souls. We need silence to be able to touch souls. The Greek philosopher Plato, he was an Athenian philosopher during the classical period in ancient Greece, founder of the Platonist school of thought and the academy and the first institution of higher learning in the Western world. And his take on silence, this is what he has to say. To be sure, I must. And therefore, I may assume that your silence gives consent. To be sure, I must, and therefore, I may assume that your silence gives consent. Now, today, in our modern times that we are living in, in America, certainly, um, the Again, the political unrest and 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 all of that, and the we are, the world enduring a pandemic 
which uh, of which we have never seen anything like that. Um, and I would arguably, I don't think that anybody has probably seen anything to that extent in the entire world uh, during this particular time in which we live. And we also then have, of course, this tremendous racial divide and um, and racial turmoil going on at this time. Uh, Black Lives Matter has reached a tipping point. Uh, the George Floyd incident brought us to a place, a tipping point, where it is no longer merely about uh, uh, black uh, law enforcement officers and their unfair treatment and killing of unarmed black people. It has really uh, bubbled to the top and brought out the much larger issue of racial equity and the unfair treatment of blacks, not only in America, as this thing has taken and, and, and created a wave all across the world, as black people across the world are uh, demanding their humanity and demanding justice. So I, I, I visit that because this quote by Plato uh, resonates and, and has been uh, paraphrased, if you will. I'm going to read his quote one more time. To be sure, I must, and therefore I may assume that your silence gives consent. So today we keep hearing about the silence, the silence of folks, and you, we hear the phrase, uh, your silence is complicit. And so I do want to draw that correlation that these things go back, all the way back to the great Greek philosopher Plato. And so on that note, I am going to now take a break uh, I am so grateful that you are here joining me on this exploration, continued exploration of the word silence. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires right here on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Today, we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Bill Myers Inspires as he and his guests take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. Emmy Award-winning actor Bill Myers is an accomplished actor, jazz musician, filmmaker, writer, educator, and speaker. As a biracial man who's both black and white, Bill leverages his background, talent, and voice through creativity, compassion, and connection as activism for social justice to focus on uniting the divide and compelling change. Bill Myers Inspires encourages listeners to look within themselves and take decisive action to make a positive difference. For more information, visit his website, BillMyersInspires.com, and sign in for the latest news and updates. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. 
professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And now, let's get back to the conversation. Welcome back. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires, and we are continuing our exploration of the word silence. And we are doing it today through uh, various quotes uh, from uh, people over time. And I think that it's important not only to isolate the quote, but to understand and give a definition, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, a little background on each one of the persons making the statement in hopes that we might understand better where they are coming from. So my next quote that I want to tackle is from Wayne Dyer. Wayne Dyer, an American self-help author and a motivational speaker. His first book, Your Erroneous Zones, is one of the best-selling books of all time with an estimated 35 million copies sold to date. Wayne Dyer is quite, uh, quite a guru uh, to many, many people, and I love his work, and uh, I always find it pretty inspiring and, and, and thought-provoking. So here's what Wayne has to say about silence. Everything that's created comes out of silence. Your thoughts emerge from the nothingness of silence. Your words come out of this void. Your very essence emerged from emptiness. All creativity requires some stillness. Again, Wayne Dyer says, everything that's created comes out of silence. Your thoughts emerge from the nothingness of silence. Your words come out of this void. Your very essence emerged from emptiness. All creativity requires some stillness. Wayne Dyer. You know... The, the the whole idea of silence I'm I'm still I'm still somewhat silent um, my spirit is still searching um, I share this with you and I and we are doing this exploration together I would like to have to to think that I could somehow have gained some particular mastery over a thing called silence where I could just sort of rattle off information, but it's far more quiet than that, because I, I think that in order to discover what silence is, you have to enter that space. And listen. 
Edgar Allan Poe, uh, a pretty famous writer and, and uh, you know, a, a specialist in sort of the macabre and these sort of things. That was his his real forte. But Edgar Allan Poe offers this. The true genius shudders at incompleteness and usually prefers silence to saying something which is not everything it should be. Again, the true genius shudders at incompleteness and usually prefers silence to saying something which is not everything it should be. Leonardo da Vinci, an amazing painter, sculptor, uh, inventor, you know, I, I'm not too sure about what Leonardo da Vinci did not touch. He he was pretty amazing, creative, uh, on so so many levels, and a visionary on so so many levels. It's hard to describe him. <laughs> you feel like you're doing an injustice by attempting to do so. Uh, he was definitely an out of box thinker and an amazing contributor in so many ways to civilization and the world itself. This amazing man has a perspective on silence, and it is, nothing strengthens authority so much as silence. Nothing strengthens authority so much as silence. All of these things, again, all of these definitions, I just they just sort of run through me, and and I am uh, uh, continuing to allow myself to to be moved by them, to to understand more and more uh, of myself and the power of silence. The great Aldous Huxley offers this: after silence. That which comes nearest to expressing the inexpressible is music. <laughs> After silence, that which comes nearest to expressing the inexpressible is music. <laughs> there is truly power in silence. The great author, Alice Walker, who wrote The Color Purple and won a Pulitzer Prize for that. She's an amazing author and essayist. And Alice Walker offers this to silence. No person is your friend who demands your silence or denies your right to grow. No person is your friend who demands your silence or denies your right to grow. <sighs> silence. Silence. The country... Contemporary country singer Taylor Swift 
has a take on silence, which I'm interested in and uh, and pretty amazed that she, she has a quotable out there, and this is what it is. Silence speaks so much louder than screaming tantrums. Never give anyone an excuse to say that you're crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. that. Okay, Taylor Swift, laying it down. Silence speaks so much louder than screaming tantrums. Never give anyone an excuse to say that you're crazy. <laughs> the famous photographer, artist, Ansel Adams, he offers a very interesting perspective on silence. When words become unclear, I shall focus with, photo with photographs. When images become inadequate, I shall be content with silence. Ansel Adams, when words become unclear, I shall focus with photographs. When images become inadequate, I shall be content with silence. Hmm. Silence. It is um, I have explored this word, silence, over the last week. I've had a number of conversations. I've received a number of um, messages, text messages uh, of folks who also uh, have experienced some degree of silence, some degree of the weight of silence and I believe that we are all in this together and I believe that we are all living at this time on this planet with these conditions at this time in order to go a little bit deeper I believe that that is what we are being called to do whether we want to or not whether we fully understand it or not but I do believe that when we're, we're able to 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 ramp down uh, and take a moment and to breathe, that we will give ourselves the necessary pause and break from the chaos, so that we can gain a deeper perspective. Uh, recharge our batteries, reflect on where we are, what it is that we want, uh, what it is that we can do to uh, contribute um, in any way possible to to our home, to to our coworkers, to our friends. How can we shore each other up? How can we walk with one another? I truly believe that the the idea of uh, that words get in the way, particularly at this time, there's so much, 
so much chatter, so much clutter, so much noise uh, coming at us all the time, and it really uh, does require a lot of energy to our, expose ourselves to that. So if we could be gentle with ourselves by taking a break intentionally, not letting the silence overcome you, but let's consciously take a break. Let's choose to take a break so that we can breathe and gain clarity and renew our mind and our spirit. Silence in this particular case, I think, is absolutely necessary. So the same silence that shuts us down, that bogs us down into depression, the same silence that beats us up into uh, um, conditions of, of PTSD, the same silence that is hurtful to others, the same silence we can apply to ourselves consciously by choosing it, by taking a break, by, by taking a breath. And allowing ourselves a moment for ourselves to recharge, to refocus, and to center ourselves in the silence. Silence has power. Thank you for joining us today, and uh, we're going to take a break right now, and uh, you are listening to Bill Myers Inspires right here on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Today, we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Bill Myers Inspires as he and his guests take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. Emmy Award-winning actor Bill Myers is an accomplished actor, jazz musician, filmmaker, writer, educator, and speaker. As a biracial man who's both black and white, Bill leverages his background, talent, and voice through creativity, compassion, and connection as activism for social justice to focus on uniting the divide and compelling change. Bill Myers Inspires encourages listeners to look within themselves and take decisive action to make a positive difference. For more information, visit his website, BillMyersInspires.com, and sign in for the latest news and updates. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And now, let's get back to the conversation. Welcome back. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires. I'm your host, Bill Myers, and we are taking a second look at the topic of silence. Um, I must say, after I left 
uh, after the show completed last week, uh, it, it uh, I found myself in a place that felt like I did not complete that journey. I did not complete it. Not a failure, but I just realized that the depth of the exploration of silence merited uh, two two shows. And I was encouraged by a couple of folks to say, hey, let's not move away from that. Uh, Hang in there and let's do part two. And so I appreciate them very much for the love and the encouragement to uh, for me to follow uh, what my gut was telling me uh, that I should do, which was to take another visit onto the topic of silence. So, I would like to continue on this journey and sharing what some of these masters have discovered about the word silence and what they have to offer to us. And it is it's pretty profound stuff. Like I said, I mean we've we've listened to Wayne uh Dyer, we've we've dealt with uh, what Claude Debussy, uh Plato, Ansel Adams, Jane Austen. And I would like to take a look right now at um, George Eliot. George Eliot, and um, listen to what George Eliot has to say about the topic of silence. Just a second here. George Eliot. George Eliot offers this. If we had a keen vision of all that is ordinary in human life, It would be like hearing the grass grow or the squirrel's heartbeat, and we should die of that roar, which is the other side of silence. (laughs) Once again, if we had a keen vision of all that is ordinary in human life, it would be like hearing the grass grow or the squirrel's heartbeat. And we should die of that roar, which is the other side of silence. Silence. George Eliot also offers this. Worldly faces never look so worldly as at a funeral. They have the same effect of grating incongruity as the sound of a coarse voice breaking the solemn silence of night. Worldly faces never look so worldly as at a funeral. They have the same effect of grating incongruity as the sound of a coarse voice breaking the solemn silence of night. It is amazing, again, the depth and and, uh, the insight that many of these brilliant minds have brought to consider when we talk about exploring silence. I would like to, if you if you would indulge me for a second, there is a gentleman. What I was struck by was the number of quotes regarding silence, and 
I found that there was seemed to be a, a very strong connection between those individuals who had written and spoken extensively over and over about silence. And I do think it's a reflection of their experience and their travel, their journey. And I found this to be ex extraordinarily true when I took a look at uh, Ely Wiesel. Uh, he was a Romanian-born American writer, professor, political activist, Nobel laureate, Nobel laureate, and Holocaust survivor. He authored 57 books written mostly in French and English, including Night, a work based on his experiences as a Jewish prisoner in the Auschwitz and Buchenwald concentration camps. That experience, that life reflected or reflecting into the word silence. His first quote is, I was very, very religious, and of course I wrote about it in night. I questioned, I questioned God's silence. So I questioned. I don't have an answer for that. Does it mean that I stopped having faith? No, I have faith. But I question it. I can't imagine. I, I just I just can't imagine the moments and the various things that he would have experienced um, in these concentration camps. The um, just that experience I cannot imagine. But it's fascinating to me that he finds. Uh, visiting silence. The word silence just seems to be so prevalent in many of his writings. Another quote here is, language failed me very often, but then the substitute for me was silence, but not violence. Language failed me very often, but then the substitute for me was silence but not violence. Another quote from Ely is, We must take sides. Neutrality helps the oppressor, never the victim. Silence encourages the tormentor, never the tormented. We must take sides. Neutrality helps the oppressor, never the victim. Silence encourages the tormentor, never the tormented. I believe that this is, this brings to my mind uh, Martin Luther King and, uh, and also John Lewis. Uh, who echoed that, which is the, we must do something. 
We must say something. We must do something. Ladies and gentlemen, currently we we have before us a tremendous um, uh, showing of a, a lack of equality, which and a lack of justice in this nation. Um, we have some very significant issues that we must work through in order for us to reclaim our humanity. And so I would encourage each and every one of you, and, and I believe it that it is our duty as individuals, as human beings, to do that very thing, which is to do something and to say something. It is not okay to remain silent and turn a blind eye to the things that are going on right now. I believe that these things are happening because God is calling us into action so that we collectively can, can claim our humanity together. I believe that uh, nothing happens by accident. Uh, I believe that sometimes it can take us quite a while to, to, to get a handle on it and try to figure out exactly what it was that we were facing. And sometimes it's meant to be revealed 20 years from now, <laughs> 30 years from now, six months from now, one week from now. But I do believe that it is purposeful and we are here on purpose and um, and we are being shown things every day in, uh, and the question is what do you see when you silence yourself from all the noise and the chatter if you were to close your eyes and remain in that silence the question I pose to you is, what do you see? The second question I would pose is, what can you do? What will you do? What action will you take? What positive action can you take to alter, to create a shift, to move us toward a brighter tomorrow. It's up to us. I, you know, whenever I hear the the idea of claiming and talking about uh, systems and and them and they, who are they? They are a bunch of us. They're a bunch of me and you. Uh, I do not believe that if this is an us uh, us versus them. I believe us is them. Us is them. And if we were to keep that in mind, we can love our neighbor as we love ourselves. We can walk together. We can do this, and we can only do this together, and I believe that that's what we are actually being called to do. And so I invite you and everyone, as I continue to figure out what my next steps are as well, but I think that the invitation is wide open uh, 
for each one of us to step into our better selves, into our best selves. And I think that sits in front of us. And I think we can choose that if we choose to choose that. I encourage you to choose that. You're listening to the Bill Myers Inspires right here on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back in just a moment. Today, we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Bill Myers Inspires as he and his guests take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. Emmy Award-winning actor Bill Myers is an accomplished actor, jazz musician, filmmaker, writer, educator, and speaker. As a biracial man who's both black and white, Bill leverages his background, talents, and voice through creativity, compassion, and connection as activism for social justice to focus on uniting the divide and compelling change. Bill Myers Inspires encourages listeners to look within themselves and take decisive action to make a positive difference. For more information, visit his website, BillMyersInspires.com, and sign in for the latest news and updates. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires. Here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And now, let's get back to the conversation. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires. My name is Bill Myers, and we are taking another look, a second look, at the word silence through the lens of various figures uh, throughout history who have um, been exceptional in their various fields uh, and, uh, and have a specific uh, perspective, if you will, on the word silence. Right now, I would like to take a look at Thomas Carlyle. He was a British historian satirical writer, essayist, translator, philosopher, mathematician, and teacher. So Thomas Carlyle offers this toward silence. Silence is the element in which great things fashion themselves together. Silence is the element in which great things fashion themselves together. He has another. When the oak is felled, the whole forest echoes with its fall. But a hundred acorns are sown in silence by an unnoticed breeze. When the oak is felled, the whole forest echoes with its fall. But a hundred acorns are sown in silence by an unnoticed breeze. Silence is as deep as eternity. Speech, as shallow as time. 
Again, silence is as deep as eternity. Speech as shallow as time. He also says silence is more eloquent than words. Silence is more eloquent than words. And lastly, speech is human. Silence is divine, yet also brutish and dead. Therefore, we must learn both arts. <laughs> speech is human. Silence is divine, yet also brutish and dead. Therefore, we must learn both arts. Thomas Carlyle. This week, or actually just yesterday or the day before yesterday, um, my uncle shared a post with me on Facebook. Um, and he thought that I should take a look at it. And so I did. And it is about a biracial uh, gentleman in Kenosha. And he works as a news journalist there in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And he was uh, doing a report on all the activities in the street and covering the people and the actions and the protests and these various things there. And so he filed his story and then the editor of the paper decided to go back and to rewrite the headline on the story. Uh, the story was not one of a negative uh, story. Uh, the, the reporter was reporting about the concerns that the people have, so he, he cre created a story in earnest that was true, and the editor of his paper in Kenosha decided that he wanted a more inflammatory and more race-baited uh, headline, which distorted the article that the journalist had submitted. The journalist then reflected on that and went back to the editor and asked him, you know, uh, why he changed that. And the editor sort of defended it and said, well, you know, this was true also. And the journalist reflected on that and thought about the many times that his work had been distorted or others' work had been distorted to create uh, tension and to, to create basically a, a false interpretation of, these, of the story that was actually written. And so the journalist uh, reflected on the many times that he had to turn a blind eye to this, and he took a stand and decided to immediately resign from his position. And Daniel Thompson and his resignation from the Kenosha News, I put that post on my Facebook, Bill Myers Inspires page, and I just want to say hats off to Daniel Thompson, who decided not to remain silent this time. <laughs> 
and he took an action. He did something and he said something and I applaud him for his courage because it takes courage to say when enough is enough and to take a stand. So, again, I respect you and I respect that move that and that stand that he took. Again, in these instances, silence and turning a blind eye can be too much to bear in times such as these when it is necessary for us to say something and to do something. Along those lines, I continue to reflect and go back to look at one of, again, my you've heard me say it before, one of my my mentors and, and, and one of my touchstones, and that is the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. And this Daniel Thompson's action in Kenosha brought this quote back to me, and it just was screaming at me to be included in this uh, conversation and exploration on the word silence. So I would like to offer this, these two quotes from the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. for you to reflect on throughout the week. And they are as follows. Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. And in the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Thank you for spending your afternoon right here with us at Bill Myers Inspires. Remember, we're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Inspired Choices Network. Remember to take time this week to take a breath and look within yourself and figure out how you can make a positive difference in this world. Spread the word, and we'll see you here next Friday.